Hello and welcome back to the Female Performance Project podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Salter. Let's dive right in. So today I want to talk about something which is probably one of the biggest questions I answer on our Instagram um, and just general conversations I have with girls um, around training and fueling is girls coming to me with a worry that they know they are maybe training too much or not eating enough food. Maybe they can see this because they're not progressing in their training, they've plateaued, they're feeling really tired, fatigued, um, sleep is suffering, potentially they've got an irregular menstrual cycle or their menstrual cycle has completely stopped. Um, and they come to me saying, okay, I know something needs to change. Like there's not a doubt that there is something that needs to change, but it's this fear of what will happen if we reduce our training or if we stop training or if we eat more food. I think there can be a few reasons for why we struggle to make changes with our training and our nutrition in terms of knowing something is wrong um, and knowing we need to change it. In the sense with our training, we potentially worry that if we have an extra rest day or we take the intensity down or maybe we don't train as hard at certain points to promote our recovery we think that we aren't doing enough that we should be training a certain number of days or hours a week to be you know strong and athletic and look like we train um, or that we might be perceived as lazy if we have an extra rest day or if we think we're not doing enough because I think with training we think that we should like be constantly training we think that when we're training or when we're not training we think we're not making progress which is incorrect like we only progress and build and recover when we are at rest but we think that if we're not training we're not making progress so potentially if we think oh the less time I'm training you know the less fit the less strong um you know the less progress I'm going to make but this isn't the case um so maybe we get perceived as we think we're going to get perceived as being lazy and things like that and it's that whole thing of maybe thinking that we're not disciplined enough because we're not training as much with foods I think it comes down to the fact that we often are scared of weight gain that this is one of the biggest drivers of what we do with our food is this fear of gaining weight um, and I think that a lot of the time girls that come to me who are scared of increasing their food and I understand this because it's a place I've been and I understand it completely is that we worry if we added more food on top of what we're doing we think oh my god if I added more food I'm gonna just gain weight um, and then it's a double whammy well if I reduce my training and I gain food you know we think that we're gonna spiral out of control and and gain weight and this isn't the case at all because you know our body is is very good at balancing energy it's not gonna we're not just gonna turn into a person that just can't stop eating and then suddenly stops training because if we think how long we've been in the habit and the routine of training hard and and fueling our bodies you know at a certain amount that doesn't just go by just making these small changes so I think it's this fear of um, gaining weight ruining progress um, and that we think we're going to be taking a step back if we add food in or we stop training I think that these fears are actually what is holding us back from progressing and improving. Um, you know, we often, girls that come to me saying, oh, you know, I know something needs to change. Maybe I'm not eating enough or I'm overtraining, but I'm not sure where to start. Often the reason they're saying that is because they have hit a plateau or they're feeling a certain way where they're not progressing. And once we get over these fears of, you know, thinking we're going to gain weight or you know, we're going to take a step back with our training. If we can actually get over those fears, we can unlock so much more. So in this podcast, I'm going to primarily focus on just the food side of things. And we'll talk about, you know, how we can overcome this kind of fear of, of 
reducing training to a point where it's actually better for us. Today, I just want to talk a little bit about the things we can do with food um, and just keep it simple because, what again, one of the biggest fears is adding in too much food or getting to a point where we're going to gain a load of weight, but that isn't the case. We don't have to add in huge amounts of food. I like to say to people, like, just think of the gaps that are in your day at the moment. Are there gaps, you know, long, long hours between meals? Are you skipping something? Are you restricting something? And just start very small because if you start smaller as well, your body is going to respond so much better. We can monitor progress much better because we can actually see the small changes that we make and how they impact us. It's better on your digestion. You know, if you go in and just load a load of food and on top, A, you're going to feel uncomfortable. You might, you know, have some guilty feelings about overeating because you feel sluggish. Your body isn't going to digest the food as well anyway. So you're going to feel bloated. Your, your scale weight might go up just because you're holding more food in the tank and more water. Um, and our hunger signals are going to be out of whack because, you know, you're suddenly loading in a load of food at a random time. Your body is like, what is going on? Um, so it's better to start small and build on what you already have. So I've got five main tips that I'm going to just go through. Um, if you're thinking, how do I add in some food just to kind of give myself a little bit of a boost without impacting, you know, my weight, without impacting my body composition and just small changes that are going to make me feel, you know, just a little bit better. So the first tip is to start fueling before your training. So you might already be doing this, but so if you are already doing this, you can maybe just um, increase the amount of food before your training. But your training is where we are pushing all the energy in, right? It's where we make the changes. It's the thing that we are doing to make ourselves stronger and fitter and better. So in order to build and in order to be at a point in our training where we can actually push and we can utilize nutrients, we need the nutrients available. We need food available to be able to progress. So start fueling before your training. If you're training first thing in the morning, I often hear girls saying, well, I train at 6am so I can't eat anything before. You don't have to eat anything before. You can have some coconut water, you could have a carb powder, you know, just a drink, a liquid carb that you could have before you start training or even just drink it during your training. I've seen some great results from girls who are just who just add in a carb powder or coconut water during their sessions. It makes so much difference because you are getting some energy in there as well in the form of carbs. If you can eat something, then just I like to go by the 30 grams of carbohydrate rule before a session, before like, you know, a 45 minute to an hour session fuel with 30 grams of carbs. So this could look like a banana or, you know, a bagel, some rice cakes, even just some raisins or some dried mango, um, something sugary where you're going to get the energy nice and fast. Um, and this goes at any time of day. Obviously, in the morning, you know, it might be easier to stomach these things, but if you struggle having a bigger meal before training, this is a great thing to do, even if it's, you know, six o'clock in the evening and you've had, maybe you've had your lunch at two o'clock and you're like, well, I don't want to have another meal, but I could, I could get in another snack there. Um, often I see girls going for really long, you know, periods of time between they've had a meal and then they don't train for another kind of four hours and they think, okay, well, what do I do between that time? Just having that small snack, um, you know, a piece of fruit, um, even if it is one of those liquid carbs or something like that, squares, bars, some saurine. If you have that 45 minutes to 30 minutes before your training, that's going to give you such a great boost. So tip number one is start fueling before training. If you can get a small snack in, then that's fantastic. Or even if you can get like a bigger pre-workout meal in where you've got a nice big source of carb, a little bit of protein, a little bit of fat to slow that digestion down. And you could have that a little bit, a bit further away from training. So for example, like an hour to an hour and a half before training, if you can get a bigger meal in there. But Number one tip would be just to start with fueling your training. Mentally as well, I think it might be mentally easier to get in 
more food before training because we know that we're utilizing a little bit better now I don't I'm not saying that we have to be in the mindset that we're burning off our food it's not that it's just if you feel uncomfortable adding in food overall then you might feel a little bit more comfortable knowing that that food is going to be taken up really well by the body you're going to use it you're going to push it into your training so mentally it might just be a little bit easier easier to handle as well tip number two would be to start fueling during training or between your sessions so sometimes I get girls coming to me saying okay well I'm fueling before like I'm getting food in in the rest of the day but I'm still feeling really tired and then we have a look at what their actual training looks like and they're training for two hours or they're going for super long runs um, or maybe they're doing a session first thing and then they have like a 10 minute gap and then they do another class or another session after so we're getting like that double training thing so if you're doing a longer session, a really good thing to do is start fueling during your training um, or between those double sessions. So for example, if you are doing a longer run, then learning how to fuel yourself during your run. So for example, taking like a, a gel or something on the run with you or maybe some dried fruit or something. Um, but generally, like a lot of girls that we work with are doing very long sessions where they're in the gym for, you know, an hour and a half to two hours. So you know, once we've kind of gone past the 45 minute to an hour mark, you know, we, we've kind of emptied those glycogen stores. Our body doesn't have as much energy available, um, especially if we're doing like an intense, intense workout such as CrossFit or functional fitness, you know, or even just, you know, weightlifting where we have a lot of volume and things like that too. Um, so the best thing here to do is think of that same rule that we had before where we have, you know, 30 grams of carbs before a session. Can we get that in halfway during that that longer session or those double sessions so you know if you're going in and doing a class at 6 30 a.m and then you have a, a five minute break at the end of that class you do another class straight after just between those two classes can you get like a, a mini saurine in can you get a squares bar can you get some raisins um coconut water again or a carb powder or a banana just something between those sessions to give you a little bit of a boost because you're going to go into that point where your body is breaking down tissue in order to use energy because there's not going to be any energy in the tank. So just fueling during those sessions becomes so much more important. And again, this it's not just about fueling these sessions. It's about kickstarting the recovery after as well. So making sure that if you are doing a longer session, you're fueling during your training or, or between those little sessions. The same kind of occurs if we are training maybe in the morning and the evening. So another option there is to just make sure that 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 gap between the sessions the window between the sessions becomes even more important so when I say kind of fueling during training it can be during that window between your two sessions so if you're training in the morning training in the evening just add in another small amount of food in that window just to help give you a boost for later on because you know it's not just about fueling the next session it's about recovering from the last session and then you know making sure the body has enough fuel to go into the next session so if you're doing extra long sessions just thinking okay do I actually need to be getting more fuel in during the session and if it's anything over an hour then yes you do 100% need to be getting in more fuel there now moving away from kind of training and fueling around training tip number three I would say look at areas in the day are you restricting anything so this could be skipping a meal um or it could be having a really long gap um between meals or between feeds so one thing, again, I've noticed with a lot of girls that come to us and say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm hitting this energy slump in the afternoon um, or I'm feeling like super ravenous after dinner is normally because there's like a longer gap in the day somewhere. So often it's skipping breakfast and not having enough food for breakfast. So either, yeah, not having breakfast at all, just having a coffee or even just having something like a shake in the morning. 
not getting something substantial in there is going to carry over to the rest of the day. Or if you have a longer gap in the day, so for example, say you're having breakfast at 7am and you're not having lunch till 1 or you're having lunch at 1 and you're not having anything until, you know, after your workout in the evening. So it's looking at the gaps and we don't need to look at every single gap and be like, oh my God, well, you know, I'm missing breakfast and I'm missing a snack. Just do one thing at a time because otherwise it is too overwhelming and it can feel like a lot more food to add in. So just start with one thing. Identify the gap in the day. So is it you're going too long between breakfast and lunch and you need a snack in the morning just start there and it, again it doesn't have to be something massive just something small just like a protein bar or some rice cakes or some fruit or a little pot of yogurt just something small to just help bridge that gap we want to think about where the gaps are and we just want to bridge those and again it doesn't have to be massive um just make it small so be honest with yourself, keep a little food diary and it doesn't have to be, you know, tracking on my fitness pal or being or thinking, oh, well, I had 100 grams of chicken. Just think, OK, what are the meals I'm eating? What time am I eating them? Um, and where can I just add something small in to just bring my meals closer together? Ideally, kind of we're looking at every two and a half to three hours for that recovery um, and maximizing like muscle protein synthesis and things like that. So and just to help balance energy levels as well. So just look at those those gaps, identify those and think, okay, where can I just put something in here? And then from there, if you're already getting in, you know, a decent amount of food across the day in terms of like actual meal timings, say you're getting in three meals, a couple of snacks, you're making sure your workouts are fueled. It's just thinking, okay, well, am I restricting maybe a macronutrient? One thing that is really common for us to restrict is things like fats and carbohydrates. Um, we often think that, you know, we don't need carbs, um, if we're not training. Um, I hear this a lot from girls saying, well, I'm not going to have a carb with dinner because I don't need it because it's in the evening. Um, often as well, fats can be a thing that we can get a bit scared of because we, they, we know they have a higher calorie content for the volume. But, you know, one thing I've myself have struggled with is having simple fats like avocados and cheese and things, which you know, it doesn't sound like, you know, a, a bad thing to have, but it can be quite mentally hard because we know there's, you know, a higher amount of calories in this food. So they're things we may have cut out in the past. Um, so looking, okay, well, I'm getting all my meals in. Am I, you know, not getting in all my macros at every meal? Am I cutting out fats and things like that? And then just thinking, okay, well, maybe at lunchtime, I'm not having really a fat source in my lunch and I'm getting hungry at two o'clock or I'm getting quite hungry close to lunch because I haven't had a fat source in there. So just adding something small. So maybe adding in like half an avocado or even like a square of dark chocolate or, you know, 10 grams of peanut butter. Again, it doesn't have to be huge amounts and it's better to have small amounts because then the body gets used to it um, nice and quick as well. So just thinking okay well maybe I'm cutting out a fat at lunchtime or I'm not having carbs with my dinner I'll just add in like a small handful of of carbs like such as like half a packet of microwave rice or something like that it just just a small thing um across the day another way that's a useful way to get in more calories as well is looking at are we having zero fat or low fat um items so for example are we having 0% fat yogurt can I maybe have 5% um or potentially if you're having chicken breast, can I have chicken thigh? Am I having, you know, 0% fat meats or, you know, 2% fat turkey mince, things like that? Can I actually increase the fat content of things like meats and stuff? Because again, you know, these are, it's great to get these fats in our diet. They're not bad for us. We, they just have a high calorie content, but that's not a bad thing. I always remember I had a conversation with a client not too long ago and, and she was saying, well, how can I be more full without adding in more calories? And I'm like, 
point is you need to be getting calories in. If you have those fats and things, you are going to feel fuller. You're not going to feel a need to overeat or a worry that you're, you know, that you're so hungry or you're going to end up overeating because you're getting the food in consistently. So looking at those meals individually and thinking, okay, is there a macro at this meal that I can just add in a little bit more as well? And then the last tip overall is if you're worried about day-to-day getting more food in, if you've already got a consistent pattern of meals and you're just a bit worried about adding in extra calories, but you do want to work on, you know, allowing yourself to have different foods or going out for meals, it might just be worth just implementing a once a week sociable meal where you go out and you don't you don't track it you think okay I'm going to actually intentionally get a little bit more food at this meal so maybe you're going to go for you know a burger or a pizza with some friends um, and you think okay this is an opportunity for me to actually get a little bit more food in in a sociable comfortable environment and and enjoy it we need to be able to practice like it's okay having you know fueling our training and getting our foods in throughout the day but we need to also be okay with allowing ourselves to eat foods in social events and places that we enjoy um because you know there's we can't just live in we can't just live inside for the rest of our lives eating out of tupperware or foods we've made we are going to be in situations where we're going to have to go out for food with people and enjoy it and that's you know it's an enjoyable part of life we need to be able to do those things um so if you struggle getting calories in the week then potentially thinking okay well i'm going to make sure that maybe on the day i'm training hardest i'm going to go out for a meal with some friends um, and I'm going to have something on the on the menu that maybe has a little bit more calories in it. It's maybe a little bit more filling and it's going to give me a little bit of a calorie boost at this one point in the week just to help bring my overall calories up throughout the week. Um, and again, obviously, we'd much rather get something consistent in. But if you are able to do that, again, that's a really great thing to do. And making sure that you're going out for a meal in a comfortable environment where you feel good about yourself because often you know if we go out for a meal and we feel stressed or we don't feel happy or we're not in good company it can have a bit of an adverse effect because food won't digest as well because we're in a stressed out state and then we feel a little bit more you know guilty and sluggish and stuff so making sure you're with people that you love to be with and you're making the most of it and you're having the thing you really want to have as well so this can be like a really good tactic um, as well just to bump up your average calories so Hopefully some of these tips were useful. So the main things we covered is making sure we're getting a little bit of fuel in for training, whether that's a small snack um, or a pre-workout meal. Again, remember first thing in the morning for training, you can have a liquid carb, coconut water, something like that. Making sure during your longer sessions, you are fueling your training. Or if you're doing a double session, you're making sure that between you know those two sessions, so for example, you're doing a class and then a little rest, another class, you're getting another small snack in there look at where you're restricting so for example are you restricting like a whole macronutrient um is it in terms of like skipping a meal is it in terms of skipping a macro is it in terms of like not having a snack identify the gap and and bridge that gap with a small um meal increasing fat content throughout the day as well in meals you know adding small amounts of fat for a meal or increasing the fat content of a meal by you know going from five percent beef mints to ten percent beef mints or something like that um and then going out for a sociable meal in the week which is going to bump up your average calories but these can all be really useful ways to get in a little bit more food um and it doesn't have to be massive changes and just start with one thing the key here is not to just be like well I'm gonna fuel my training I'm gonna you know fuel during training I'm gonna add in fats throughout the day I'm gonna go out for a big meal it doesn't have to be that just choose one thing and do that thing consistently 
for a week. So maybe you don't feel your training at the moment. Maybe you are not having a snack before you train. Okay, so all I want you to do now is just have a banana before you train for a week and see how you feel. And just monitor how your body responds. How do you feel? How's your digestion? How's your sleep? How's your energy? How's your hunger signals? And then once that feels good and it feels normal and it's a good part of your routine, then maybe you think, okay, well now I need to add in, you know, I'm not having a snack between lunch and dinner, so I'm going to add in a snack at 4pm. And then you do that again for another couple of weeks. See how the body responds, see how you feel. And before you know it, if you can keep following this pattern, you're going to end up with you know, a higher amount of food, you're going to feel good in yourself, your energy is going to be better, you're not going to impact your body composition, you know, everything's going to improve. So these are the main things I would start with. I will talk in the future as well about how we can make adjustments to our training, but for now let's focus on fueling and then we can tackle overtraining in the future. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. Um, it's been a great conversation. Um, if you want more information on the Female Performance Projects, please head over to at Female Performance Projects on Instagram or www.femaleperformanceproject.com. Thank you so much and I will see you soon.